Hey gang, Ross Brand here for LivestreamUniverse.com. This is Livestream Stars every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And Livestream Stars is brought to you by Livestream Universe, LivestreamUniverse.com. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We're going to have videos from Summit Live up all week. Uh, we started with a full panel, but we've got a whole bunch of videos to come with Joel Kahn and Carlos Gill and Leslie Nance, and a whole a whole lot more, Cynthia Bazin, and uh, later in the week, uh, we'll, we'll get into day two and day three as well, the travel panel, and a lot of different stuff uh, from Summit Live, and Livestream Stars is the show where we feature talented broadcasters delivering high-quality <laughs> content across live stream platforms, and our guest today is Owen Video, uh, somebody who understands youtube he's a youtube consultant and a business consultant as well we're going to talk to him about the new live streaming app uh for facebook mobile uh which uh, i saw roberto blake in person use at uh summit live to do what may well have been the very first full speech presentation on the uh, YouTube mobile app. We'll also get into some video marketing and production questions, live streaming, talk about what it takes to build a successful YouTube cha channel. Uh, Owen is the founder of Video Masters Academy, a 12-month multi-module training program for businesses. He teaches people how to properly plan, produce, and promote a professional video marketing campaign that generates revenue. Owen also runs the Video Lead Generation Facebook group. Check that out. He shows members how big companies use video to generate a constant flow of leads. He's also the 2016 California Small Business Person of the Year honoree. Uh, he goes live on his Facebook page on Thursday afternoons. He releases new YouTube videos on Tuesdays and hosts the Owen Video Show podcast. And other than that, uh, nothing much going on. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> welcome, know. Owen. It's it's great to have you on. And I I got to tell you, I mean, people love you. I mean, I've gotten so much incredible feedback uh, coming uh, coming into this interview. Um, well, it's That's a awesome. lot for you to live up to, but seriously, people say great things about you. So I I've been looking forward to having you on for a while. I appreciate that. And it's so nice to hear things like that, you know, especially because being entrepreneurial, <clears throat> entrepreneurial, I think we all sort of get in this place where we're uh, dealing with self-doubt and pressure. Da, 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 da. So when you're sort of at the end of your day on a Monday and you come onto the show and you see people like Eileen Smith, who I got to chat with this morning on my live stream show, uh, Jay Quinn, who's out there. And I just love Jennifer. She's so good. Uh, and then to hear you say those kind of words, it really like encourages and lifts me up. So I'm ready to I'm ready to give it my all while I'm here with you, Ross. That's awesome. And, you know, one of the things um, you're known for is being one of the people who really understands YouTube, both live streaming and recorded videos. And um, as I as I mentioned, I had the opportunity to hear Roberto Blake yeah. uh, do almost an hour presentation on YouTube and, you yeah. know, coming back from Summit Live, I want to kind of ramp up my YouTube channel. And I think there's a lot of people in live streaming that kind of have the same questions about YouTube, right? Seems like it's this behemoth that's been out there forever. Yeah. And it's really busy and there's all these stars that are established. And so we feel like we'll go to Facebook, we'll go to Periscope or Twitter, we'll go anywhere but YouTube because that's for recorded videos and, you know, brands that are marketing and yeah. big stars and whatever. All the so, big guys. so the 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 thing is we should all stay away from YouTube, right? Because there's no, <laughs> no money to be made there and there's, there's no nothing to be to made be there. Had. Look, it's an intimidating place. You know, I remember being a kid and going onto the tetherball courts and there was always this big kid that just like had the tetherball kind of like going around and wrapping around. And, and I just wanted to play tetherball. So I went right into that court and sometimes I, I got, you know, the ball, you know, kind of just beat me. And other times I would even get a win. You know, despite the fact that it is intimidating, that is where you've got to go, especially for long-term growth. I think in the live stream community, we're always thinking about the now and the up-to-date and the right now. What uh, what YouTube does is it provides you with more of a long, longer form, uh, long stream evergreen outlet. 
to create content that you could chop up, re-edit, and put up there for longer-term keyword growth. It's a different animal, but when you have an approach, I think you'll find that your live stream content works hand-in-hand hand, uh, with, with the YouTube platform. And do you go live a lot on YouTube or do you prefer to go live on Facebook or other platforms? Yeah, I, I've been going live on YouTube for the last three years. Uh, not only was I using uh, YouTube to rank videos. Okay. When I first started my company, we, I was an SEO marketing company. We made videos for people that we'd rank on YouTube. Well, using live, we, we use Wirecast and we would upload these videos and they would rank literally that day. So I've been living since then. As I moved forward, I started becoming a coach and teaching these strategies to business owners. I used uh, uh, Google Hangouts and the YouTube Live interface to stream my conference calls, my training calls with them live. So what I was doing there is a couple different things. Number one, I was able to record my training calls with my clients and then give them the video. Number two is I was building up this, this watch time and I noticed that more of my older videos began to get noticed out of the blue randomly, you know, four months later, six months later, after I had gone live for a substantial amount of time. What I noticed was going live in these, these private smaller settings. I might've only had 10, 12, 15 people in these groups, but they were watching for an hour and 90 minutes in some cases. And that is a ton of channel authority. So going live will help your videos to rank. It helps your channel to build authority. That's that's interesting um, when you talk about watch time, right? Because Facebook is a very distracting place and you get on and you're getting notifications and you're getting DMs and you're, you know, yeah. you you got a lot of other videos in your feed and, and, and it's easy to just click away. And, yeah. you know, I get far more views on Facebook than any oh, yeah. other platform. Yeah, um, but you can pretty much throw half of them out as being under 10 seconds before <laughs> at least, the, you know, before you even get going. Now, you have such a volume that even if half or two thirds of the people don't stick around, you still end, may end up getting more um, eyeballs for a significant period of time on Facebook. Yeah. But I, I think the fact that people go to YouTube to watch video and not to do all the other stuff yeah. means that even a much smaller audience is watching for a much longer time. And you, t you talked about the, 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 the authority of your channel and the strength of your channel. Talk about a little bit how that algorithm works and, and you know, how important it is to crank out content on a regular, semi-regular basis. What do you do? I think a lot of people are wondering, how do we energize our channel, right? And I, I think I'm not the only one who kind of uses the YouTube channel or has been using it more like an archive, right? Like yeah. You, you broadcast on another platform, and when it's done, uh, maybe that yeah. night, maybe four weeks later, you gather a bunch of stuff and you throw it up on YouTube, yeah. and then you disappear, yeah. right? And then yeah. you get shocked that, like, three weeks later, there's four views on the stuff. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube is like the casket for your, for your content. You know, it's like when your content is about ready to die, you got nothing left to do with it. You throw it on YouTube. And it's interesting that, that I, cause I would hear the same thing when I'd go to these conferences, not so much as a speaker, but as an attendee and I would meet other people that were speakers and they say, you know how, cause I'm putting, I'm throwing up all my stuff on there. And I, I would say, you know, one of these people teaches Instagram and I say, yeah, but would you ever teach that to one of your students to just throw their leftovers up on Instagram? No, we take pictures, not of our leftovers, but of the original meal, right? When it comes to the table, you know, so YouTube is a place for your polished content. This is a place where you've put some thought into engaging an audience who has come to sit down and watch video for one reason or the other. Now, when it, we're talking about video discovery, how they're going to find your video, they're going to find you through search, for example. So they went to YouTube and they typed in something like how to uh, cook with apples and they found your cooking video. Or if you're in a, uh, a bakery, for example, uh, uh, how to uh, make gluten-free brownies and they find your brownie recipe, they're going to find you on a search. And that is a tremendous way for 
for new viewers to find you because they are asking for more information from you, right? This is where they're, they're seeking you out and they find you. So that's a different nature relationship than an ad or a video that pops up in your newsfeed and says, hey, am I worth your time? Now, that's, that's the other way that you'll get discovered on YouTube is you'll get discovered watching, they're on YouTube watching someone else's video and your related video either starts to play immediately after or it appears sort of in the, the sidebars there. You've got to think in those terms, right? How are people going to discover my content on this platform? Are they going to search for it or am I going to place it in front of people? And that's going to affect the way that you make videos. You know, with, with Facebook and live and going live, you've got YouTube live and you've got the mobile live application. Those are two different ways to approach the YouTube platform, but you've also got this, you know, your pre, your, your pre-recorded stuff. You could be chopping that up, editing it, putting it into a keyword optimized videos and, and ranking for them there. There are a few different ways that you can monetize and grow your presence on YouTube, everyone's a little bit different. And so you've got to find some models. You've got to find people that are like you, that are doing things that you like and, and trying to emulate that, that model. I've got, I've got my alarm going off. Hopefully. <laughs> it's, it's time to join the show. Good thing. Good thing you're awake. Uh, so I, my ears perked up something about monetization and uh, everybody's awake now and, 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 and listening. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned a couple of different ways, a few different ways. What are the a few ways that you would say, okay, these are the paths that people should take to monetization if that's where they want to go with their YouTube channel? Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great question. And monetization is really my strength. There are so many wonderful teachers of YouTube out on the web today that are doing a tremendous job in really teaching how to succeed on YouTube and inside that platform. Whether you're a vlogger or, or, or any number of, of, of character, my, my position is really working with the business owner, the entrepreneur, and the monetizer. Someone that wants to use YouTube to sell a product or sell a service and, and grow revenue. So when we talk about monetization, the first thing that I, I want to bring up to you is creating videos that promote your product or service. If you're an e-commerce business, you know, then you could be making one minute videos of your, your stun guns. Uh, you could, you know, I used to sell stun guns. That's how I started in internet marketing. Uh, you could be, if you're a plumber, you could be making a video about, Hey, I'm the greatest plumber in New Zealand that you're ever going to see. And, and I'll tell you, I'm going to give you $99 on your first thing. You should be making videos that sell your product. You put them on YouTube and then you're going to use AdWords to, to, to promote those as a pre-roll ad, right? Those are not the types of videos you're just going to put on the web and hope someone searches for you. You're going to actually push right. those out to people. So that that's number one is create video around your products and services like immediately. That's the first thing you should do. The second thing you could be doing to, to monetize is to, to be generating leads from your channel. This is also, this is a core strength for me and for, for what I do. We consider leads monetization, a monetized pathway because your leads go into your marketing list. Your marketing list then gets emailed your, your promotions. They might do a, a product launch. There might be a number of different things. So list building. This is where I'm going to disagree. Let's uh, disagree. This is where I stand out, I think, from some of the other guys on the web. I believe that every video should be making a pitch for someone to follow you in a more intimate way. And here's why, because that video process of eye contact, of seeing the passion and hearing the passion. Now, you guys may not all be as, uh, I see Sabrina out there and Eileen, I see Mitch, and I know you guys are, are, are great at what you do. Some, some people out there, they may not be as, as lively and as animated as me. You don't need to do that. You need to be your animated and your passionate. And people see that. They see that in your eye contact. They, they feel it in your, in your body language that you're really excited about your product. And so that two or three minutes that they spend with you is far superior to the 30 seconds they spent reading six different blogs, six different blogs, mind you, right? That two minute, three minute relationship with you is very powerful. And that's when conversion is strongest. 
So some other people in the field might say, you know, every third video or every fourth video, make an offer. I, I understand where that's coming from. And if you've got a large audience that's already tuning in, they, you know, for a regular basis, they may not be ready to hear your sales pitch like every week. That's, that's not what, but most of you guys aren't in that position. You're going to just get started on YouTube. So make great content designed for YouTube. And in every one of those videos, ask them to, to, uh, uh, engage with you in a more, uh, in a more intimate way, which is getting on your, your email list. Now the third, and, and I mean, there's lots of different ways, the third, but most popular way is to use Amazon, uh, excuse me, use YouTube to promote products you're already buying. So if you're already buying software like ClickFunnels, uh, which is one of the softwares that I, I know and love and I swear by, uh, I, I'm an affiliate for that product. So I, of course, want to make more videos around that product and drive people to that purchase. There's a lot of uh, Ray the Video guy is doing fantastic work or has done fantastic work in selling Amazon products with videos where you're going to buy. Uh, we see Sean Cannell doing this. Uh, you're going to buy uh, an Allo clip anyway. So why not do a video on that, that Allo clip? How does that go out to the regular business owner entrepreneur? Well, if you're a restaurant owner, uh, you could be doing videos about your meals you could be doing uh, 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 videos about the tools that you use to, to be a better uh, restaurant owner. So you can use video to, to drive people to other proven landing pages where other people can fulfill uh, the work orders by, you know, by affiliating um, uh, your products out that way. Last thing I'm going to end with this on, on this topic, there's lots of different other ways, uh, there's, but I want to just kind of cover the four big ones that are sort of in everybody's mind. And then, you know, the fourth is eyeballs, right? Just getting eyeballs on the more eyeballs that are watching your content every single week. Now your show, uh, now your show is obvious is uh, I'm reading Leland's comment over here. Uh, now your show is monetizable. Now someone's going, wait a minute, you know, 2000 people show up to your video every single week. I wonder if I can put my company in front of that. So Owen, would you, uh, where's my mug? I, the other, the guys over at, um, uh, uh, at, uh, great company down the way gave me some water mugs, some water jugs, because I, I asked for some online. Hey, I don't have enough water jugs. So, you know, they say, Hey, Owen, you've got people, you got a couple hundred people logging into your show every week. Why not? Why not promote our water bottles on your show? You know, and then there's, you can start making some money that way. Now, You've got to be really entrepreneurial and ambitious to get that to work at like the 1,000 view level, but it can work. If you get 1,000 people that watch you every week, that's, it's monetizable. On the big, massive scale, I want a couple hundred bucks for giving a shout out. I mean, you've got to be generating hundreds of thousands of views to make that possible. So it's really a long-term strategy. Right, right. We're talking with Owen Video. Great information. Just want to say a quick hello to uh, some of our friends who are here. Jennifer Quinn, Eileen Smith, Wayne Nickerson, Barb Tomlin, Eileen Smith again. Jennifer Quinn, some more. Who else has been commenting? Love it. Leland Best, some great information and statistics. Can't put that up on the screen because we won't see uh, Owen, but uh, definitely check out some of the info that Leland's providing. Sabrina coming off a great job running Summit Live. Uh, Mitch Jackson, off, awesome to see Mitch. Had the privilege of being on a panel with Mitch, and uh, great to see him as well. And, of course, I think I mentioned Jennifer Quinn, but... Always good to see Jenny Q. So this is live stream stars every Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, where we showcase talented broadcasters delivering high quality content across live stream platforms. And we're so happy to have Owen video with us. Let's let's turn to how we get to YouTube. Um, yeah. You mentioned off the air to me that you've been kind of rocking it with OBS lately. Is that how you live stream to YouTube or do you still use like uh, the Hangouts interface or go mobile? How do you, how do you get your, your broadcast to YouTube live? Okay. So that's a great question. And, and uh, YouTube has, has been the leader in live streaming. I mean, they live streamed in 2008, a presidential debate. Uh, they were live streaming. Uh, the, there was a, a big evolution debate, uh, uh, like two years after that, uh, that was real big with Bill the Science Guy, and he got involved. 
YouTube has been at the forefront of, of the live streaming revolution. They were the first people to get rid of the gatekeepers and say anybody can stream live to a massive audience. You know, they had sort of built on what Ustream and some of these early live stream platforms were able to do. You know, and all of my kids, all of my kids were born on live video uh, with a program called quick.com. It was a Skype it was a Skype company and, and I took it into the hospital and they thought it was a camera. They said, no, it's, you can't take pictures, sir. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not taking any pictures. I'm just like holding it, you know, uh, I was doing video. So I, I got away with it. And, and, and so I've been streaming for a long time. YouTube has given you so many different ways to access their, their live platform. Uh, the first is, uh, yeah, I mean, I use OBS. I use uh, open broadcaster software. I use it. It's an encoder. You have to like send your signal through an encoder into YouTube. I was using Wirecast for a long time, but I found that, you know, I, I just found that the the functionality uh, was limited and I really wanted to like burn something out. So we started using OBS and pushing green screen through. We did, uh, we started pushing, uh, uh, I mean, we're doing this now, picture in picture through. We're doing some really cool stuff with OBS that extends into live webinars and private webinars. I mean, streaming a private webinar from OBS where you're able to stream your PowerPoint from one, one easy to, to navigate user interface. You know, I call it, it's like Beethoven. I mean, because you're back here like, like you, you know, just going back and forth and it's so easy and it's high quality. And when you've got, you know, 87 people on a webinar, like one of my clients did last November, you're going to close and you're going to make some money. So using, using live through OBS is tons of fun. It's super high quality. Uh, you could go kind of mellow with it and just kind of do basic stuff, but there's a lot that you could do. Uh, that's what I'm doing predominantly. Ross, do you ever, okay, so you're not going live on YouTube right now. I'll tell you. Right when you click on live stream, you can go live in like two clicks. Okay, uh, if you if you know how to do OBS uh, uh, fast, that's how that's how easy YouTube makes it. You can just go click on live streaming, and then you're live within two clicks. You can't do as much customizing, and you can't like invite people per se, but you can go live in two clicks. I love that. The other way is that you can schedule the live much like you can on Facebook, and then it's it's like in the news feed all week, you know, and and then getting your attention when you go live. You'll get an alert in your email and you get an alert uh, on your YouTube app. So I get a bigger audience on YouTube faster than I do when I'm live on, on Facebook. Facebook is great for like that initial, the content is really good for like that initial 72 hours. Right. Whereas the YouTube content is, is, is going to, to be longer lasting longer term. So if you were, uh, say, in my situation, right, you're doing your show weekly, you're doing other content that you're putting out. I have some monthly shows that I do as well, and you're, you're doing them on uh, Facebook. Would you use like a Wirecast or an OBS and stream to both platforms? I guess if you're going to stream like with Wirecast to multiple platforms, you have to use something like Joycaster, Switchboard, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, something like that. But would you would you go live on both, or would you go live just pick one and then kind of upload like upload the recorded video, let's say to uh, yeah, YouTube like or. Well, okay, so so here's something that's interesting. I mean, it's this is a workflow question. You can I first of all, I, I always come back to the three P's of video marketing, right? Platform, people, and purpose. Platform. Make content for the platform that you're on. So I'm a big believer in in engaging YouTube differently than you would Facebook Live. And there's, there's good reason for that. Your YouTube viewers are more likely to stay on board for a longer portion of your video. Whereas your Facebook fans, like you talked about, they're kind of in and out. Like you've got your core, but a lot, most of your viewers are sort of checking in and checking out. So you're going to engage them differently. Uh, what we've done is we've taken our content, we go live on Facebook. And then what we'll do is we'll take that recording down. So we have the MP4 file, upload it onto OBS and stream it live again on YouTube as a media file. So it appears live. It's 
streaming onto the internet live and I can engage with the comments live. That's a tremendous workflow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like being able to do that. It's a, it's a process called live to tape. Now we do promote it as a live replay, um, mm -hmm. but it goes out onto the web live. And the best part about that, are you tracking with me though? You get what I mean is like when you upload it through OBS live as an MP4 file. I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done, I've done that with both OBS and cool. uh, Wirecast when I first got them. Be, when I wanted to just get used to switching shots and stuff, I did a, you know, I used a platform like um, what was I? I don't know. One of the platforms back then, I was using FireTalk or something. Yeah, got yeah. the recorded video. You know, no lower thirds, no graphics, no titles, no changing shots, right? And then created. A, a two-person shot and then one single shot of each person. Pro, and <laughs> I mean, I was scared to do it live, right? Because it was so much to do. So I did that yeah. and then sent it to Facebook for like 10 minutes or of it or whatever. And so maybe that's the way to go back to do it, right? Because I, I think when I'm on like we are now, right? I want to focus on the conversation. Yeah. And so I don't want to do a lot of producing. Be Live TV makes it so easy to switch. Yeah. You know, I can go to me. I can go back to a two shot. I can go back to you. I can go back to the two shot. I can take. I can take. You know, my name off. I can put it back on. I can highlight a quote. Yeah. Um, it's. It, but it's so easy. It's not quite as quick to do that. You know, with a software switcher like Wirecast or whatever, while you're also monitoring the show there and you're monitoring the chat on another screen and all that. You're uh, Beethoven. Yeah. Like when you, what do you use when you go to Facebook Live? Okay. So on Facebook Live, I'm using a program called Blue Jeans. And uh, Jennifer Quinn's got uh, just a, an amazing question that I want to come back to. I'm using a program called Blue Jeans to go on to Facebook Live, and it's it's a great program. It's got a couple things that I don't love about it, but other than that, it's a two-click Facebook Live situation, and I can go into groups, I can go into events, and I can do all those wonderful things. Plus, Blue Jeans has an internal recorder, so I can record, like, for example, I don't know if you guys know, if you go live in a Facebook group, there's there's really no way to download or, or save that video as an MP4 file. You'd have to run like a screencast, pro, a screen recorder and, and do all that nonsense. Um, with with BlueJeans, you can press record inside the video broadcaster and record that video, go into a group and then repurpose the MP4 file later on. So there's a lot of advantage there. It's not as it's not as cool as what you've got going on. BeLive is kind of like this like a like a broadcaster. I mean, you're able to go back and forth and 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 whatnot. And I love I love this uh, this part of it. What I like Blue Jeans for, why I, I really use it, is is for like some of the scheduling features. It works it works really well as a webinar presentation tool. And again, you know, my focus is always about business. It's about creating leads. It's about selling leads, doing webinars, and using video to accomplish. You know, using video at every step in your sales process to accomplish your business objectives. So that's that's the that's how we used to go live on on Facebook. When we repurpose the video, right? Meaning that we we save the MP4 file and we upload it to OBS and stream it onto YouTube Live. It's a live replay or what we used to call in television live to tape. Jenny asked a great question. Jenny Quinn is is um, how do you interact with comments? Like, do you interact with comments on Facebook? And, uh, and how does that work on YouTube? Yes, it's so important to interact with comments. One of the biggest uh, 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 growers of my live streams has been saying the names of the people who are watching the videos. Saying the names of the people who are watching the videos. You know, you have to engage with people. So when you upload that video to YouTube, you're saying hi to people that aren't there. But the people on YouTube don't know that, okay? What they know is that they're that you are shouting out live people. And they do know that if they if they engage, that you might engage. This is the key thing, guys. This is the key thing. You are live manning the comments while this video is streaming. So that when they say, hey Owen, good to see you, you're able to write them back in the comment section, good to see you too, right? So that's how we balance it out. 
uh, is by is by engaging with them, but we engage with them on the on the keyboard rather than verbally shouting out their names. Now Ross was laughing at me, so I was. No, I was just laughing because I didn't think about that. That wow, you're gonna have that in there, but it's okay because people just think you're being a good guy and shouting out. Like on YouTube, you don't really have the sense of you know community like you do here where you sort of know everybody that's been in the chat so it's like yeah with the yeah. numbers you can get on youtube and with people coming in and out and whatever and they don't know who you're you know people using their business name more on youtube and stuff yeah. they don't really know when you say hey to this person or that person whether they're yeah. there or they're yeah it's all part of the show and and you know what guys it's not it's not it, it's not a lie either like you are there live it's very important for me that, that you, if you're going to call it live, that you're there live. Now, it might be a live replay where while well, you're sort of manning the comments, but you are there to engage with them. So they are getting your full experience. Now, I want to come back to something that you said about, uh, 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 you know, having the community. Uh, YouTube is the strongest community okay. that, that I've been a part of. Uh, and it took me a long time to realize that because I'm a marketer by trade. So I sort of came into the YouTube with that same that same approach is that the, the community isn't as strong. What I found was it is, it's actually stronger in my opinion. Why? Because it's the same large group of people that watch for an extended period of time. And they're so loyal, man. Like you're live, Johnny Nguyen and Tech Fusion. When I go live, those guys are, are there. They are there chatting it up and talking with me. And, and, and there's something really passionate. Now, I've got a great, strong group on Facebook too, like Scott Mazanko, who's a client. He's watching right now. Like I'm, go I'm live, and, and Scott's. Uh, hey, Justin Brown, Barb Tollins, good to see you guys. Uh, when I go live, Scott's there. But here's what I notice on Facebook: is they're there for smaller amounts of time, right? Uh, more often, because I can go live more often. But on YouTube, it's. It's such a family to me. My Nick Nimmin is like family to me, and I, I, I know he's just in, in a way that you can with somebody that you've never met who's in Thailand. You know what I mean? Like we we grow with each other uh, on YouTube, and so that that community there. Uh, Justin Brown, great example. Here's a guy who uh, I re I met recently in person, although followed his content for some time. Uh, start engaging on Facebook and or on YouTube in the YouTube community. And next thing I know, we're emailing on Messenger. And he's helping with he's helping me with my first quarter marketing plan. The hardest thing I've ever done. Uh, little did I know, he knew a ton about it. He's answering all my questions, uh, and I'm thinking, how grateful I am for for such a strong community. So there is there there's a lot of stuff on YouTube that's happening that um, I want to challenge you guys and encourage you guys to go and explore. Uh, there is a great community of video lovers on that platform, and they can't wait to meet you guys. You're making a very strong case. I think I'm going to get over there soon and do more. Uh, I, I'm going to throw up this question because we have people who are who are just joining us. I just saw Chris Strub. Uh, you mentioned Justin oh. Brown is here yeah. and uh, some other people. April Roga uh, have come have just come in or or have at least just commented uh, for the first time, perhaps. So uh, Kevin Black asks Owen, I, I will be the one to ask you to repeat your workflow. It is fascinating. Uh, thank you. So could you give a little recap of, of your workflow when you're, when you're doing video? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Cause I think workflow is the big, big like differentiator in, in what I do. You know, I, I focus less on quality. Uh, I focus less on quality and I, I focus more on consistency. I focus less on consistency and more on just being there. You know what I mean? Like you've got to take this thing in strides and you've got to look at this as I'm not going to. I'm not going to, so I just, yeah, I'm going to give YouTube a try. It's really like, I'm going to give YouTube a try for six months. I'm going to do 12 videos and here's my strategy for doing that. You know, I, I don't want you guys to approach this in a nebulous fashion where you're sort of like, I'm going to go and throw some spaghetti up against the wall and, and, and see what happens to it. To the contrary, I want you to go, okay, I'm going to give YouTube a try. I'm sold on it. <clears throat> what am I going to try? Am I going to try ranking videos? Am I going to try to grow to a thousand subscribers? Am I going to try to sell a thousand dollars of product? And then I want you to de decide on what that goal is through through you know your own uh, logic, thought, and meditation and prayer. You decide on what that goal is, and then you go seek out a strategy that will accomplish those objectives. You know that's that's the thing. So much you can do so much on YouTube, but pick one objective that you're going to measure and that you're going to go with. Um, workflow. Uh, 
Let's talk about my, my workflow uh, that we, I think is what he's asking is my live workflow process. So our objective there is to uh, rank live video. That's the objective. The objective is, is not necessarily comments and it's not necessarily virality. It's to rank the video for the term that we're, we're going up there. So here's what we do. We go live on Facebook using BlueJeans. We go live into the Facebook group. Why? Because on my public news feed, fewer people care. Fewer people care. Barb, Barb Tomlin says, I love your passion for live video. Let me tell you something. It keeps me out of a job. I, <laughs> I met with my mentor today and he goes, uh, you know, what do you really see yourself doing in 20 years? I said, anything with video. Uh, so, so yeah, I do. I do love it. I go live in the Facebook group. Why? Because it's a highly qualified audience. It's not just this general news feed where they want to know about my kids and the dentist, right? These people want to know about video and live and live, uh, 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 live video. So I go live in the Facebook group. I hit record on blue jeans that saves the computer, na the, the file natively with high quality audio, uh, to an MP4 in 1080 or 720, whatever you want to do. Uh, <laughs> perk up Owen. Uh, Hey, I, you know, perky, is it, is it that cold in here? Sorry. Sorry. Um, then I take the MP4 file. I load it into OBS. Okay. With a 10 second countdown, or it's actually like 30 second countdown in front of it. Right. So I go, I use OBS to go live on YouTube. I go live, I click live. There's a 10 second countdown right? Then the replay starts and it sounds live. It looks live and you're engaging in the comments. That's the workflow. And I had a pretty big YouTuber, bigger, uh, yeah, big, big, big guy, uh, call me up and he said, his marketing manager calls me up and says, Hey, can you teach us that workflow? And I go, yeah, put me on your channel and email me to your list. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're talking about it, you know, but it's funny. It's like, yeah, heck yeah, man. Like, I want to see you guys all grow. I mean, obviously, I just gave you a workflow. It's going to take you a little bit of time to figure out, but I want to see you guys grow. Some of you guys are talking about things that really interest me, and I want to see your channel grow, and I want to see you get get from outside of your fear and, like, step out into the light and, and just show us who you really are because um, that's important, I think. You know, you, you raised something with the Facebook group. How important do you think it is for people who are, are doing video or, and want to – take it to the next level to have a group where they do their Facebook videos, or do you think a page is sufficient or, you know, how do you decide where, where you're going to do that? And what happens if every single person who does video ultimately ends up having a group? Does that defeat the purpose of the group? Yeah. You or know what? Here, here's the thing. You know, they say like the average podcast only gets to seven episodes, right? Right. So I've got like two podcasts, both at episode four and five. So, and we haven't even launched them yet. They're not, they're not even on iTunes. We've, you know, we're not quite there, but my, my point on that is that, um, uh, most of these guys that are going to start these Facebook groups are going to quit and, and they're going to give up. And knowing that I think should encourage you to go ahead and start your group and to be the one that doesn't give up. It's always a race. There's always going to be people next to you. And what I've found is that when I first started running this race, it was just like a ton of people, you know, right next to me. And then it's like, boom, this person's like out, you know, and then it's like, boom, that person's out and I'm still running. And I'm, and now I got like, you know, Justin Brown's ahead of me and I got Sean Cannell way up in the lead. And I'm like, wow, it's like the scenery, the landscape has changed a little bit. So, um, that's the philosophy that I, that I'm taking into answering this question. There has been no better lead generation, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, avenue for me over the last eight months than, than a Facebook group. There is zero barrier to entry because we're already on Facebook. In fact, if you're not, people say, well, and I'm not really on Facebook. Like, well, then you're not my client. You're not even my client. You're like not even in my hemisphere. Um, uh, that's, that's okay. That's totally okay that you're not on Facebook. Most people, um, Eileen's asking me about reverse order. I'd love to come back to that. Most people, um, uh, uh, you know, are, are going to give up. So you've got to start a Facebook group because it's free. It's on, they're on, they can just join your group and then you can engage them every week. Um, 
Uh, Jason says it's not a race. We all run together. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, and I love that. I, I, I talk about we rise together. And so I love that attitude. Uh, and thank you for saying that you love my work. I'm learning so much from you, Justin, and, uh, and the quality that you bring to the table. Here's, here's what we have to uh, uh, remember about Facebook is that once they're in your group, you can now post a video in your group and do a thing like, hey, every Monday I'm going to post a video in here and I want you guys to answer the question at the one minute mark, right? And you post that video from your page. Now what happens is everyone who watches that video can go into a remarketing list or a retargeting list. You qualify them based on the title of that video and you send them an ad. Uh, that's the beauty of the Facebook group. Whereas getting them on a list you know, you've got to like, now nah, I got to put the emails together and sort of like segment and there's a lot of costs involved. But when they're in your Facebook group, you can feed them videos, tag them and, and, and send them ads. That's, that's, I think, where you want your business to be. So I believe in Facebook groups. It was the best thing I did last year. And I think that you guys should all start your own private. This is my group, you know, right. and, and it's for you, that, that sort of thing. And make it a private group or a closed group or what do you what do you think? I think that to add to keep the integrity to it, you have to you keep it a um, is it a closed group where they have to apply to they have to at least request to get in? I'm not sure. I think a closed group is where you don't see the posts unless you're a member. Yeah, so I think what you gotta do is you you you've gotta have that click click to request permission. I think you've gotta have that. Uh, right. you don't just let everybody in, um, and you do need to have a standard of, of what is allowed to be posted in here. All right. Cause they're going to spam you. Like they, they will come in, uh, like, like world war Z, you know what I mean? Uh, they're going to like breach the walls of Jericho, you know, to, to come on in. But, um, you need to be in a position where you set a standard that says you, you can't, you can't do that here. So you say something like in your description, Hey, in this group, we're only going to post about X, Y, and Z. Uh, and, and that all there is to it. You approve people, you approve their posts. You'll find that the cream rises to the top, that you'll get rid of some of this dirt, but there's going to be this core group of maybe three, four, five people. I just started a group uh, called leadership for husbands. And it's about, you know, just husbands that just kind of want to step up their role in the house and, and, and be a, you know, like a better dad, you know, a uh, better husband immediately, immediately had like 25 people join the group. From that, three or four people are in there engaging, posting, encouraging. It's really, um, uh, it's become a small community. And with even those five people, that will grow. So start small, but get started. You mentioned uh, Eileen's question. It's a good one. She asks if you ever try the workflow in reverse order. By that, she means download the YouTube Live and then use OBS into Facebook Live with the HD video recording. Yeah. You know what? I think that that would work, would work fine. The reason that we uh, use the workflow that we use now is because of all this trial and error. I don't know, Eileen, if you remember uh, when I first started my podcast, we, I mean, we've been trying to do a live Facebook show since, since live Facebook came out. And you guys probably remember when, when they had that little like mirror, that little secondary box in here a couple people got. And it was a real bomb. It didn't work out. We loved Blab. And, and so ever since the Blab days, we've been, we've been trying to, me and my good buddy have been trying to create this show. So we have gone through all of these different workflows, including connecting two Macs together, including like streaming Google Hangouts into OBS, including using Zoom. In fact, Enlightened Audiovisual to me, uh, are, are some of the, the, and they're a company that does this stuff. They are just a phenomenal company that does excellent work. I believe they produce Jenny's show. You know, th these workflows are tough and, and we sort of created the light bulb when, when we created our workflow. So once we had it, we just, we just went with it and, and we'll probably, you know, we could reverse it or go in and out, but I, I haven't, I haven't had a need to, I think it could work either way. It worked for us. It took us a long time to get there. And so we didn't want to rock the boat. You know what I mean? That's the workflow that we're using now. And here's something else I've noticed about that same workflow is you have to be, I think, transparent and say, you're, you're, gonna, you're getting this video if you're on YouTube or on my Facebook group uh, so that you're not like pretending that you're not, that you're really on one, but not on the other. You know what I mean? 
when you post in your group, you can't share that. Can you share that out to your personal or when you go live in your group, that is only for your group or do you want it to be only for your group? I want it to be, I want it to be only for my group. And, and that's my strategy. My strategy right now is to engage the group with free content to show, to prove my worth, right? Your, your strategy could be different. And so you may want to go live from your page and then download it and re-upload it to your group. You know, that you've got to think about, remember we said platform people and purpose. So platform is being right. true to the platform uh, purpose. Like what, again, what's the objective of your video? Is it to grow your views? Is it to grow your channel? You know, what is, what is the objective? Right. And, and you're relying on YouTube for discovery, right? And probably tweeting it out and things like that when you post it on YouTube. So you're not as concerned about people who aren't in your network discovering it on Facebook, which isn't that easy to do anyway, even if you have a page. Um, I guess the advantage of the group, right, is if you have core people who are passionate, they're going to get notified every single thing you post, every comment, everything like that. Whereas even on a page when you go live, all those people aren't getting notified. And even if they're getting notified, they're not seeing it in their feed. That's it, right. It, there isn't the same. There isn't the group that you come back to to there, yeah, check there in isn't and see the group. what you Yeah, missed. you need to have like a home base. You know, that's the thing is, is you know, like even getting the link to your Facebook video is a, is a three-click process before you're even able to share it. So, you know, that hasn't, that's not like the easiest thing to do because Facebook is a serve platform. It's a serve. They serve, they put stuff in front of you, right? Whereas YouTube is a search and discovery uh, platform. Right. Now, Facebook is moving more towards search, but only techies and, and early adapters or are, are early adopters are even using this. And I use, I use Facebook search all the time, but rarely do, does anyone I know use it. So yeah, Facebook, uh, the, the, having that group on, on Facebook is the home base. Plus, you're trying to reach a really targeted group. These people joined willingly. They had to click a button that says, yes, I want to be in your group. Please allow me in. So when, when you give them that content, they're sort of like, awesome. That's what I'm here for. I'm receiving something that you can't find in the news feed. And that, that is the value. Carlos Gill just wrote an article on, on the value of, of Facebook groups for professionals. And it's totally true. I'm not, I'm barely even in my newsfeed anymore. I'm in the groups where people think like me and, 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 and act like me and like the things I like, and we can engage in those things and have meaningful conversations. So Facebook groups build, it's not just about dumping your content. It's about creating a community of like-minded people around the platform, around the purpose of your videos. Wow, it's very rare anybody can fill almost an hour with this much value. You've been you've been amazing. People, if you have any questions, please throw them in the chat now. We'll we'll continue on to the top of the hour with Owen. He's been awesome, awesome, awesome. Thanks. Um I, I love what you're doing. I, I, I get it with blue jeans because I use blue jeans uh before going to be live. Uh, be live TV lets me engage in real time with the audience in a way I couldn't with blue jeans um but you get that that awesome quality of a recording with blue jeans that it, i mean the video quality yeah. is so high for a platform I, I have never seen the video quality for a platform that good because it's not yeah. web rtc they they have right. a dedicated app and all that yeah. um, now do you you mentioned um when you use obs um is it always in that workflow as a restream kind of no, like live no. or do you use it with zoom or, or okay. with Skype or whatever to bring in an interview from time to time? I'm going to sit down. Cause I, we're now we're talking about OBS, like geez, Louise, like bring me in ladies. <laughs> and gentlemen. I know we only got 10 minutes left, but geez, I, I want to talk about this. Okay. So uh, workflow is so important to me and, and really we're, we're sort of just like playing with, with what works. Uh, Eileen is saying too many, um, uh, too many hoops to jump through to get to blue jeans. But the advantage to blue jeans is multiple people is you can have 15 people tw up to 25 uh, uh, people. That's what I think. Be live is great for this one-to-one -one stuff. I, I just think it's nothing better. Um, going to OBS and Jennifer Quinn has been an hour. You're so sweet. You're just like the best. Um, we're, we're, our, my goal 
is a, a live green screen marketing show, right? Not unlike the morning news, but for marketers. Hey, everybody, welcome to the morning marketing show. I'm Owen. Today, we're talking about, you know, da, 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 da. that's my goal. And you know why? Because it means uh, that, that for me, in my mind, it represents the pinnacle. Like if I can do the news from my garage, uh, then I, we have a power that, that just never, mankind's never seen. So we're using OBS now to stream a live green screen show using a webcam uh, PowerPoint to do live edits. And, uh, and an MP4 uh, opening and closing bumper. So the possibility, and it, I'll tell you, the first, guys, go to my channel, um, uh, just uh, Owen Video on Facebook, and just scroll through my, my newsfeed until you find, I might have done it for my profile, so sorry, I'm horrible at this. But uh, we, we streamed it. We streamed a live green screen show that looked phenomenal. Couple right. bugs in it, you know, but we're figuring it out. What this enables us to do is do this live show that I've had a dream about doing since I was a kid. So that's another workflow that we're using with OBS. Um, yet another is uh, screencasting. Uh, you know, uh, OBS can replace your need for ScreenFlow. It hasn't. ScreenFlow to me is a superior product, but um, you can. You don't need ScreenFlow and OBS. If you had to pick one or the other, use OBS, record your screen with it. So tons and tons and tons of value. I'll tell you another OBS hack that we've done is this loop process. Guys, I've looped videos overnight. Uh, and I think. I did a 15 minute stream. That's all it was. It was a 15 minute stream. It's like, hey, everybody, uh, uh, well, here's, can I? This was show promotion. This was not content. This was show promotion. So uh, we were happy about it. We're happy with those results. And we've duplicated it on two. Yes, in combination with your Facebook group can really provide, uh, provide you with some great results. You sound great. Yeah. Oh, that's why Jenny was saying no. I thought she heard my strategy and she was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a completely, guys, live and pre-recorded. I mean, are we talking about live versus live? Are we talking about, you know, YouTube pre-recorded versus Facebook live? Because live and pre-recorded are two different beasts and, and I think should be approached differently. Uh, I do think, I do think that YouTube is a place for polish. Now, someone like Vicky Fitch, who I think we all know, or we both know, uh, is so polished. YouTube is the place for that. And so certain businesses are going to do very well there. Those businesses are going to, you know, they're going to be uh, businesses that have a, a higher 
market value appeal. Their products are going to cost a little bit more. The barrier to entry is going to be a little bit higher. Okay, if you're more of a personality brand, if you're driven by people power, that's where live is going to be is going to be your best friend. Know where you're strongest. Gary Vee talks about this in his first book. Know where you're strongest and, and do that while you're developing the other skills. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, sorry, I was in and out, in and out, in and out, but I, I got what you, uh, I could still hear you the, the whole time. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting when you mention the loop concept, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, now, have you done that on both platforms or this is the part that yes, I missed a little both, bit? Both platforms, successful on both platforms. And I've got buddies that are like, I can't, they're probably going to hear this and they're going to go, I can't believe you told them that strategy. But look, it's going to come out sooner or later, right? So I'd rather be the guy that, that laid it at your feet. You know what I mean? So the loop strategy, we've tried it on YouTube and we've done it on Facebook. It's been successful every time. I think that there are good ways to do it and there are bad ways to do it. But imagine for the e-commerce company, okay? Imagine for... Uh, maybe not even e-commerce, because I, when I say e-commerce, I think of like uh, drop shippers, right? They'll they'll sell anything if it's got a good price and some search terms. But also the retail businesses that are selling stuff on their website. You could create. Oh, Eileen Smith is saying we we missed most most of it. Using OBS, if you record fifteen minutes or, or twenty minutes or an hour or, or any size thing on, on in an MP4 file, and then you stream it live through OBS, it will loop. It will loop. Oh, Justin's still, all right, right on. That's cool. So as you're running it through this loop, uh, imagine this. You're an e-commerce company. You're selling drones. You're selling cameras. You're selling microphones. You do a five, three-minute commercial, three to five-minute commercial for your microphones. And then you put do another video back-to-back -back of, of, of your cameras another video of your headphones. And what you have now is a 24 hour shopping channel made up of five videos that loop endlessly one after the other. Someone can log into your channel and they're watching you do like a drone thing. Yeah, you can do this through the drone. That way it only costs $49.99. Like click on here and you'll get the drone here. And it's got the end card up there and you can click on it. It's got links in the description box. You could turn your channel into a 24 hour purchase hotline. Uh, and I'm so excited about that. It's not right for my company, but right. it's right for my clients. And I'm going to be able to teach them that. And that's exciting. And if you have it in a loop, let's say going to YouTube or going to Facebook and you're doing it as though it's live, right? Yeah. Um, do they get a notification? Like do, do people who follow you or whatever get a notification or in the group every single time that a new video starts or they get it one time, but every Just time, once. The, but the every live time stream somebody is, new comes on to Facebook, they get, Oh, Owen is live. Right. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now when I say loops, what ha the MP4 file loops inside of OBS and OBS mm -hmm. is just one continuous stream. Right. Uh, I'm using a program called send calendar and I love this program. With Send Calendar, I can I can um, it's it's the easiest way I've seen to create and get people to subscribe to a Google Calendar. So in this app, you can create this Google Calendar and and you can send additional alerts to people. So imagine going live at 10 a.m. on your YouTube channel, and everyone gets that alert, and you're going right. to loop it. And you have in Send Calendar, you have an alarm scheduled to go off at 11 or, you know, at, at 1.30. And that's when your microphone segment goes live. And then again at 2 and they get another alert. And that's when your, your, uh, uh, your headphone segment goes live. Uh, utilize the alerts to the best of your advantage and use other alerting systems to supplement that. Send Calendar is a great tool. Wow. Well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. Um, I feel like we could go on another three hours, but that wouldn't be fair. So uh, a little bit unfair, but I'll just throw it out there. You're always welcome to come back on if you'd like to do a part two, if you'd like to dig deeper. 
<laughs> Nobody can ever say no when it's on the air, so I'll just ask. No, I know. Yeah, hey, I'd love to come back. And I got to tell you guys, I am finding such a niche. You know, as business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often going through this process of discovery and finding out who we are. And and since Facebook Live has made live streaming so easy, um, uh, I've noticed that uh, people like you and Jenny and and Vicky. Uh, and uh, and Rachel uh, and 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 Brian Fanzo and like there's this whole live stream community that I realized that I'm, I'm really becoming a part of and I love it because I've been doing this since college and now I get to do it in my room with my you know my sister's visiting from DC she's on the couch right now about to go pick up my kids it, it, it's a wonderful thing to be able to take your message live to the people. And I'm happy to come and contribute whenever I can. I just love what you're doing so much. And I love being part of the live stream community. Well, thank you so much. This is one of the best uh, hours I've seen on live stream. It's all because of you. I just put a few questions out there and you filled it up with so much great information. And um, like you, I, I had worked in, in radio for, for quite a, uh, you worked in TV, I believe, right? And, uh, I, and, radio. I, yeah. and radio, I worked in radio and I'm telling you, I've never had, more fun than than doing this from home yeah, and being yeah. able to talk to rather than a much larger but somewhat imaginary audience that yes. I have no idea who they are. And being that I was doing talk radio as a relatively young person, it was usually my friend's grandparents who would know my name, not 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 my friends ever having yeah. heard me on the air. Yeah. Um, but to be able to do this from home to a community of people that you know you you've gotten to know and who show up each week and you can communicate with and, and then like meet in person at something like summit live um it's an amazing experience anyway yeah. thank you so much i know you gotta go uh we will do this again sometime and to everyone else we will be back with another episode of live stream stars next week monday 7 p.m eastern